and we're going. All right, Zach. I like want to ask you one very simple question. Uh-huh. And this will just give me something to record later and play around with. Uh-huh. What is the hardest part of shaving your dog? Oh. Is it that is it that the clippers don't quite work right when it gets all dready? Is it getting him to stay in one spot? Is it clean up like uh, I guess it's keeping him in the same spot and not trying to run away. And also those little knobby parts on the back of their legs. The knobby parts? Yeah. they are. That's really, the hardest? It, the clippers just don't want to get in there. Why? I, You know, ask the clipper maker. <laughs> okay. If you were to invent something... To get around that a little better, mm. like a nose hair trimmer or something. You know the little ones? Something like, with laser beams, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> something with... Let's you, overbuild it, yeah. Let's over-engineer, over <laughs> yep. overbuild. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Uh, is having somebody, like, help you with it useful? Or is Dozer just getting used to the fact that you do this? I think Dozer's just getting used to it, so... Mm. Interesting. Well, I think what would be most helpful maybe it was one of those, you know, those fancy clipper places. They have like a pedestal with like a rod on it that you attach the leash to, so they have to like stand up straight. Interesting. But that seems like a lot of that almost makes stuff me stuff to have for shaving a dog. <laughs> you just build like a little unit in the backyard for shaving dozer. I it almost that those always make me think of those like cattle gates. That the cattle put their head into for... Yes. You've been on a farm. What are those even for? Uh, Well, it's to not get kicked in the face by a giant animal that's like two Can't tons. they just still kick you if their head no, is there's, in that thing? there's like a whole metal cage around it. Uh, But the cage is just for their neck, though. Well, it depends, depends, on, depends on the setup. Most of the time, they'll at least have panels... Like those big panels also on the side of it so that you can restrict the cow's movement as much as possible. Did you ever have to do that with the goats? or? Uh, we had head stalls in the milking uh, parlor, but those were pr- like all of our goats still had horns on them. So, oh. so this was just a thing where they put their head through and then you make the opening smaller. They're still not squeezed or anything, but then they can't get their head back out while you're... Got the milking machine attached to them still. So, oh, so you didn't even do it by hand. You had like a machine that yeah. milked for it. Yeah, it was a like the smallest setup you have is like a it's like a big milk can with hoses that go to two milking apparatus, and you hook it up to an air compressor. It creates like a vacuum. So there's no electricity. It's all just air air powered, and it like. Do you get the impression that goats hate it? Uh, or, or does it depend on the goat? Depends on the goat, uh, but most goats, once they got used to it, it was like a, a relief, like all the pressure from all the milk they've been building up. Oh, it's almost kind of like having to pee yeah, or, or something like yeah. that? Like Dang. you ever talk to a pregnant lady? You know, it's just like, oh, oh I got to go like, for sure. I got to get this for milk sure. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sister said that like... Uh, when when she had Killian, that was like that was like the number one thing that she couldn't. She was just like, I have to do it like every day, otherwise, just my tits hurt. <laughs> I was like, dang, 
It's yeah. Like, so what happens if you don't milk the goats though? Uh, they their milk will start to spoil in them. They'll get this bacteria in, in it that like turn, no turns it into like cottage cheese. What? It's like like gross cottage cheese, but that's what it, like comes out chunky. Um, I can't remember what the when young is. goats suckle on. Like, do they mind when it like curdles, or can you tell that like? Uh. I don't know that I ever encountered a young goat, like a mom who had a bad udder. If I, I can't, I don't think the kids drank on it at all. Really? And I don't know, like in the wild, how that all works itself out. But no, like, because there's a lot of animals out there, mammals, right? So like if you get a fucked up udder out in the wild and your kids stop drinking off of it, like... Yeah, I don't know how that, if that means, or is it a case of like death, or is it domestication? Maybe because like domestication is probably like increase the amount of milk that the animals make to well, where to where it can get to like a point where it they get so engorged that it does damage, and then the damage. That's a good point because they've been selectively bred for so long to to create more milk so that we can drink some too. Yeah, which is Dude, weird. The if cow, you think about the it, cows, but. the cows are like some of the craziest. When I was milking cows, like their udders will get so engorged that the like the skin will split. What? Yeah. No. It's crazy. And then you like lather it up with like Vaseline or you know, utter utter some utter sort of lotion. Utter, utter lotion. Yeah. Dang. Well, I almost wonder if in the wild they'll drink the cottage cheese udders because I feel like somewhere a domesticated goat understands that like if it doesn't drink the milk, a human will intervene and so it'll be good either way. Whereas like somewhere in the wild, they just get desperate enough that they're like, I'm going for that cottage cheese udder, dude. Maybe so. Dang. All right. Well, this is six minutes of recording and I think I'm cool with that. Yeah. Thank you very much, dude. For sure.